So now that we're all here, um, let's get it popping. So um, welcome to Women Living Living Intentionally. Uh, My name is Renee, as I previously stated. And then we have... And we have Tish. And with us tonight, uh, we have Courtney Boyd and Melissa Jones-Clark. We will be talking about self-care in our relaxed state, just... (laughs) Loving everybody's look right now. It's like, okay, you got somebody in the corner meditating. We got the blue going on, maybe. <laughs> we got Tish all dolled up. So we're going to have a good chat tonight. Um, so again, let's just get, let's get to it. I am Melissa Jones-Clark or MJC. Um, to keep it real, I am a wife of 23 years and a mom to a graduate of Agnes Scott College with her Bachelor's of Science in Neuroscience um, and a soon-to-be senior in high school young man who is in the top 2% of his class. Um, My husband is a teacher. Uh, He is also a man of community service and a man of Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated. Um, We have family in town. We are still celebrating this accomplishment and happy that she's a she is a first generation grad and her brother will not have to say that when he goes to school because she's paved the way um i am here um and so gracious to like be invited in it's into this space about self-care and the journey and how that really looks through the eyes of, of the black woman and i know our journeys are all different but i think that we create we are like these beautiful creatives so i'm interested in learning tonight um, from you all and I'm just excited to be here so thank you. Hello all so grateful to be in the presence of you beautiful goddess (laughs) creatures out um, promoting self-care what is so necessary especially during such a um, difficult past year for many so I want to extend um, a heartfelt gratitude for inviting me to be here during this conversation. I'm so excited. I needed this moment. Mm. We needed this moment. I can feel we all needed a moment just to exchange ideas and fellowship. So I just want to say thank you first and foremost. Thank you. Um, But I am Courtney Boyd. I am a mother of four beautiful children. I've been very fortunate. Um, God has trusted me to raise these these um, humans. And my eldest son is a senior at Morehouse College. He is studying engineering and he is take he has a minor. I believe he's his minor is math. <laughs> I may get all of the lingo wrong because this wine is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and and your girl ate celery, carrots, and a lime for breakfast. Understood. So you're it. <laughs> and I took a run. And that's why we have the do. It is what it and is. Then, and then I am here to be with you beautiful women. And we're going to make it do what it what do. It do. <laughs> but it's Reginald, right. my eldest child, <laughs> Reginald is a senior at Morehouse College. My second son, his name is Gray, like the color, G-R-E-Y. Gray is a student at the University of Miami, and he is learning all about finance. So he'll be able to help mommy make and save a lot of money. (laughs) 
And then I started all over. I have two sets of children. My eldest are in college. Then I have two small children, a five-year-old and a three-year-old. My five-year-old is Nolan. My three-year-old is old is Olive, like the color. Again. Okay. And I was a school teacher for 17 years. My certification is in gifted ed, but I've worked with children of all the rainbow. I've worked with children that are special needs, autistic children. I've worked with um, every demographic you can imagine. I've worked in all of the counties, pretty much in, in the city of Atlanta, the metropolitan area. <laughs> I have. I've traveled a lot and I've learned a lot. So, um, but since COVID, I decided to stay home with my children. And um, I've been very blessed and very fortunate to stay home with my little ones and um, practice self-care. And I'm so happy that I had a routine of self-care prior to the pandemic because once the, once the tragedy hit, it was too late to really scramble and try to mm -hmm. figure things out. So I'm very grateful that I already had a self-care routine in place that mm -hmm. I've been practicing for many, many years. And so tonight we will have a good conversation about self-care. Nay and Tish Courtney is super, 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 super humble. She is an amazing educator. I know this through two lenses. She taught um, our 21-year-old when she was nine years old in fourth grade. Mm -hmm. Courtney taught her about self-agency, self-worth, and self-love in her little mind, in her little bitty mind, but you could not tell her that she was not uh, the princess in that classroom. Um, I also <laughs> know that Courtney is extremely um, brilliant when it comes to reaching any and every child, regardless of zip code, because uh -huh. I was her principal. I'm a former principal, um, K-8 school leader, really pre-K through eight. Um, I was a principal for over 20 years, and um, I've opened two schools, charter schools, um, but my principalships range from Chicago, Illinois, to um, Walton County, Georgia, to Southwest Atlanta to Lafayette, Louisiana. So I am, I am blessed through that lens to know Courtney's work and she is all of that. So she's also a teacher of self-care. I mean, to start that practice with my nine-year-old, I mean, that's awesome. amazing. So thank you. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. That's good. Uh, that's really good. Um, it sounds like Courtney, this is not happenstance for you. Mm -hmm. This is something that you are very intentional about. So I appreciate you, Melissa, sharing that because, uh, Courtney, listen, the cat is out the bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely out the bag. And we're, I just want to just talk about, so you say you were already prepared, you know, um, before COVID, you had already gotten to the routine. Could you go through our, your, your routine just to tell us like what you, what you were doing previously and what you've been doing since COVID, if anything has changed or, you know. Ooh, okay, <laughs> where should I start? Okay, um, the way that I describe it is that, um, first of all, I take ownership in my, my self-care. I take complete ownership. By that, I mean, I don't compromise and I do not ask mm -hmm. others for permission. Mm -hmm if that makes sense. So we are all surrounded by a support system. That may be your husband, it may be your sister, your parents, 
whomever, but we all have a community and a network of support. And for me, I don't wait for anyone to give me permission to practice self-care. So my routine is based on my self-awareness. I feel like I'm in tune with who I am and what I need. Mm. And so I'll say before I I tell you the routine, I'll say that your routine should be specific and it should be individualized because you have to know yourself and Mm. know what you need and know what buttons to push to make you do what you do best, right? And so for me, self-care, I know that I need, self-care means that um, I know what I need. I need consistency. Mm -hmm. I need um, structure. I thrive best when I have peace and I um, I have quality influence. So for me, I start the day, of course, with prayer. Before I check my email, before I um, start a conversation, even with my small children, I start the day with a conversation between myself and God giving thanks. So that's very, very important to me is prayer, my prayer life. Um, Secondly, I start with yoga. After that, some stretching is very important. And it's not just to look sexy. You know, some (laughs) folks... I, I see that new trend and because I'm mature, more mature now, so years have passed, we all growing up, but um, I've noticed that on social media, the trend is to get sexy, do yoga so you can stretch and do all the flips. But for me, <laughs> yoga is more so about, it's more so about the breathing. It's more so about centering yourself and becoming quiet so that you can hear um, what's happening and you can become present and in the moment. So mm-hmm. I practice yoga. And then, of course, my diet is very important. So that's something that um, I've always paid attention to. I eat with, um, I'm intentional about what I eat and what I process, what I allow to come into my body. Um, and like I said, all of these things I've been doing it um, prior to the pandemic. So my diet is important. And then also I do some cardio throughout the day. And then um yeah, and then I meditate throughout the day. So these are things that I've always incorporated and just sprinkled throughout the day. Self-care for me is not just a one-time event. It's something that you just do throughout the day. You sprinkle a little bit here and there, and I don't get overwhelmed and feel like, okay, at this specific time on this specific day is when I practice self-care. Self-care is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's the way that I live my life. That's, that's, that's very um, interesting that you say that because a lot of people think that, you know, um, you say self-care is, is one moment or it might be on a Saturday or on a Friday, you know, when you're available and not mm-hmm. going through each and every day being like, okay, self-care is not just about this one particular day, but I need to take care of myself throughout the week because if you don't take care mm-hmm. of yourself throughout the week, how are you going to make it to the weekend? Um, So that was very insightful on that perspective of how you view self-care. What about you, Melissa? How do you view self-care? So Courtney knows I'm old school, which is why we remain to be Mm -hmm. sisters. (laughs) (laughs) And I think um, my journey with self-care began with my grandmothers. um, And they, they taught me that Self-care happens when you have self-love and self-love happens as an act that gets consistent 
and full over deliberate action. So um, you can't get to self-care if you are not deliberately and consistently loving yourself. And in order to do that, you have to sit with yourself and understand whose you are and who you are and um, open up your heart. And if you have to open up your heart chakra through downward dog or the bridge pose or camel pose, do that. Um, and they just taught me the more you pour into yourself, the easier it is to move in love. And so that journey as a little girl, I would say would be inconsistent as I became a woman and in college. And, you know, whenever I had time, I would think about it. And especially when I got married and had children, it definitely went on the back burner. And so I found myself resentful, like they were living their lives and happy and checking their lists and dishes done, meals cooked, laundry done. And I'm like, but where is my energy depleted? Mm -hmm. So I remember sharing these feelings with my doctor. And he said, until you begin to prioritize yourself, and it's okay to do so, give yourself permission, um, it won't happen. And so I remember making a decision several years ago, like forget the one and done massages, forget the one and done mani-pedis. Girl, this is a, like Courtney said, it's a lifestyle. It's the way you move, it's the way you live and love your strengths and appreciate your opportunities for improvement. And we're in a constant state of becoming and unbecoming. and there's power in that. So um, I definitely agree that self-care is a lifestyle. I do start the morning with meditation and prayer before my feet hit the floor. I have some room temperature water with some lemon in it by my bedside to get our organs moving. And um, I agree with, it's like confetti sprinkled throughout the day, but you have got to calendarize it as a priority. Um, whether it's playing your favorite music while you make up your bed or walking in place and loosening your joints as you brush your teeth, whatever you need to do, um, you do that. And, and it's definitely on an individual basis. You know, what may work for someone else may not work for you. Um, you just have to start with sitting with yourself and really getting comfortable with you and figuring out. What, it, what does self-care look like to me? And how am I going to sustain that over time? So that's just a little bit of me. Tish, you got anything to add over there? Girl, you know, I'm, you know I do. I see you writing. I see you writing. <laughs> Look, I'm so intrigued. I'm sitting here listening to both Courtney and Melissa, and I'm thinking what I got from the both of you, although it was different, it was somewhat similar. For mm -hmm. one, um, Courtney, you mentioned you take ownership. And, and, and Courtney uh, and Melissa mentioned that um, what may work for someone else may not work for you. So what I appreciate in hearing from the both of you is you took time out for self-discovery mm. to understand what self-care looked like for you. And I think from you, Melissa, you said, hey, there were some things that I noticed in my own life. Hey, my kids, my husband, my family, everybody was satisfied. And then when it came to yourself, you mm -hmm. were depleted. And so it, it was enough concern for you to not just stay where you are and fill in that depletion, but it was so much so that it was important for you to go and say, hey, doctor, I'm feeling this way. And so then 
he gave you permission to be okay with you and and finding what works for your self-care. And so I greatly appreciate the conversation. Listen, I feel like uh, we, I don't know. I just feel like this needs to be a conversation beyond this, this time that we have right now. And hopefully by hearing from the both of you, how intentional you are. Um, and I think people under, need to understand, hey, you are responsible for you. Mm-hmm. And it's not just, self-care is just not on the exterior. Mm-hmm. It's also what's inside. And I think what, what we do inside, Courtney, you were very... Um, you were very specific. You say, hey, it goes from what I do in the morning um, with this, with the start of prayer for you and Melissa, with the start of prayer, um, I move throughout my day and these things are consistent in my life. It is not a fad. It is not a fashion. This is something that I take very seriously because I appreciate me. And I think when we learn to appreciate ourselves and other people will learn to appreciate us, but we do have to start with ourselves. So I appreciate the self-love that you all are generating right now because I am so feeling it. I'm like all in. Aww. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting so, so here reviving my life for referendum. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I need to up my self-care game or something like, because, you know, like you don't think about, I speak for myself, like, didn't think about, you know, everybody says self-care, self-love, blah, blah, blah. It, like, you hear it, but to actually practice is a whole different ballgame. So, you know, going back to, uh, Melissa, you said, you know, cooking and cleaning and being mom, being wife, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I can relate to that. Um, yeah. So it's very, it's very um, insightful hearing this stuff because, you know, you don't realize that you get stuck in a rut sometimes. You just you get in the habit of just doing and not you're now you're robotic. Everything is mm-hmm. just like routine. Wake up, mm-hmm. do this, do this, do this, go to bed. Then mm-hmm. you're right back up at it the next day. Mm-hmm. And you've got to take care of yourself in between time. You mm-hmm. know, so that's very um insightful that, you know, in my head, I'm thinking, oh yeah, I'm about to go get my hair done the weekend. I'm about to, you know, get my nails done to get a massage. And like, okay, but maybe self care isn't about spending the money. It's bigger mm-hmm. than that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where people lose. I think people, I think people attribute self care to spending dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so when you think like that, I think that's probably why people don't practice it as much because they attribute, they associate that with a dollar. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I don't know what, what you all's take on that. I, I mean, you know. Thank you for listening to another episode of Women Living Intentionally. We are not done with this conversation just yet. Please join us next week as we continue to discuss self-care. You can also be notified of our episodes by um, subscribing to our podcast, which is Women Lit, L-I-P, and our YouTube page, which is Women of 4D. Until we meet again, remember, the possibilities are endless.